0: Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Oh, hey everybody! Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. This is your host, Sarah McClellan, and this is a little bonus episode for you all. Uh, I've been trying to do these. uh, I've been meaning to do a lot of these. And guess what? I'm a a garbage podcaster lately. I'm just, I'm a real shitty podcaster. And it's crazy because I've been listening to so many podcasts of like badass people doing solo pods and like they're killing it and doing so good. And I'm just like, hmm, I have nothing to talk about. Like, truly nothing. I don't know how people do solo podcasts. I truly have so much respect for them. But here we are. What a great opener. Just talking about how I suck at what I do. But yeah, how is everybody? How is everybody doing out there? I hope you are all well or well enough, anyways. It has been just a crazy month. Been just over a month that sort of quarantine started happening. Um, Yeah, a couple days over a month, exactly. And I'm still not doing great. Um, I'm not gonna lie. It's been very hard. It's mostly, to be honest, my motivation to just do anything, like anything at all. Laundry. Every single time I have to do laundry, I'm like, I could do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and I'm like, well, I could do it tomorrow or the next day or next week. And there's never been a time in my life that I have felt this way. Like, no deadlines, no pressure, nothing. Like, it's just nothing. Uh, I'm currently not working, so I don't have – I literally don't have a reason to get up, quite truly. Um, And honestly, This whole thing and everything that's been going on has just been so intense. And I'll never forget it, to be honest. Um, Because I also link this with the death of Andrew Vaughn, who's one of my best friends. All of this kind of kicked off right around the time that he passed away. So all of this has been mushed together into this really shitty, depressive state. It's made even worse because I can't see anyone. I can't um, you know, distract myself with hanging out with friends. And there are, I know that Zoom is a thing. And, and we try to do Zoom calls every now and then. But um, it, it's fallen off quite a bit. I feel like in the initial stages of this, people were so into it. And like constantly wanting to talk and hang out, and now it's like we're really we're really not doing it as much anymore. Um, but it is good to have that. I've done it a couple times, and it's 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 fun. It's good to connect with people that way. It's just not the same, you know what I mean? Like I'm an extrovert, and this is my this is this is my personal hell, to be honest. Like, yeah, it's um it's real bad. My sleeping has gotten way out of control, way out of control. Um. Oh, man. I mean, and it didn't take me long to uh, fall back into the really, really late nights and really, really late mornings. Like, I think the worst case of it was one day that I actually stayed up till 7am and probably didn't get up until close to four the next day. Like, just insanity. Um, but I mean, I guess I guess it's good in a sense because I do get to sleep a lot and not have to worry about anything, which is kind of awesome. That's another thing I got to say, too. I mean, I'm not working right now, but for anyone who is working, that's going to be tough as well to keep up productivity with working. I often wonder if having a job right now would be better for me. And I think it definitely would. It would give me a reason to get up. But at the same time, this is fucking madness for everybody, even if you are working from home. Like, your productivity has got to be affected by this. Not everybody is used to working from home. So um, it's just insane. But trying my best, I'm trying to, like, you know, pick just a couple things each day to do. And other than that, just get through it and be patient. But it's really hard when time, like, is, like, flying by. You know what I mean? Like, some days I feel like the days drag but most days, I feel like the time goes by way too fast. Like, I can't believe it's almost 1 a.m. right now. Um, and I've been trying to record this episode all fucking day. All fucking day. It's 4.20, people. So happy 4.20. I um, didn't plan like I normally do. No, I did not plan to get weed ahead of time because I'm an idiot. Uh, but it came along, and I thought of Andrew, and I missed him. And I was like, I need to get high. I I truly need to get high, and went to the cannabis store, the NSLC cannabis store, eh, half an hour before they were about to close, which was not a good idea because there was a lineup literally stretched around the building, and I was like, "Well, I'm not getting weed tonight." Um, and then I like looked into, you know, I looked into some delivery services, and it's cash only, and I didn't have cash, so I was just like, "Fuck." Oh my God, I was just like in such a cranky mood. I was missing Andrew. Some days are worse than others in terms of missing him. Today was a real bad day for missing him. I mean, I just thought to myself, if he was around, we would definitely like, you know, do a live stream or something, or we would do a podcast while getting high and it would have been so fun, but he's not here. So kind of hit me hard today and I really just want to get, I just want to feel like chill and happy, and giggly, and I just wanted to get high, and watch TikTok all night. Thankfully, um, a friend pulled through for me, and said, if you can come over, I'll sell you two grams, and so I did. I walked, it was about a 25 minute walk both ways, to my friend's house, and I gotta say, I was a little terrified walking out there, um, because in case you don't know, and you probably do, uh, but we had a very tragic incident here in Nova Scotia uh, a couple days ago. Sunday night, I believe, is, is when it happened. Was it Sunday night or Saturday night? I, I, I don't remember, to be, to be completely honest. But a couple days ago, this happened. Um, the deadliest mass shooting in Canada happened in a small community in my province, in my home province. Absolutely terrible. A guy drove around in a fake cop car and shot a bunch of people. And yeah, um, absolutely fucking. I'll be honest, like on a normal day, I'm terrified of stuff like this happening. So it was just heightened today. And I was really feeling it and feeling for the friends and families of these people, because I know firsthand how hard it is to grieve right now. It's just, it's not natural. It's not normal. It's not how it's supposed to be done. So I'm really feeling for the friends and family of the victims. It's just absolutely terrible and heartbreaking that some piece of shit guy had to do this to innocent people. It's just, it's insane. And, um, but getting back to it, I, I, I went out and, um, Fairly late, uh, 10 p.m. ish, Uh, probably a little too late to be out walking, but I really felt like so anxious, like walking outside. I don't know, just kept thinking about the shooting and I just had some some bad feelings of anxiety. But regardless, I got the weed. I I did for the weed. I faced I faced my fears for weed to get high. I'm high right now. So I just smoked a joint. And here I am recording this bonus episode. So big thank you to friends with weed who um hooked me up big time on this 420. But yeah, I know that the, it's the, it's a shit time. Everything is shit. What else is going to fucking happen to make this even shittier? is what I want to know. We're in a pandemic. Um, For me personally, I lost one of my best friends. And now there's a mass shooting that just happened in my province. It's just like, I don't know. It's just insane. Um, So I'm not dealing too too well with that. I kind of went down a news spiral last night as well and couldn't stop reading the news, which I I tend to do every now and then. And it's never a good idea for someone like me to read the news, especially late at night. I feel like during the day it's a little different. I can kind of just do a quick scroll and kind of get caught up. But I feel like at night I just I go down, you know, it's kind of like the YouTube rabbit hole of just clicking and clicking and and wanting answers. Like, I'm someone who really wants answers right now, and there are no answers. You know, there's no answers about when this thing will be over. There's no answers about why this madman did what he did, which I know that there's two schools of thought on how the media handles tragedies like this. A lot of people are saying, you know, don't put his picture up, don't say his name, don't glorify the person. But I do also understand the wanting to know why and wanting to know if there was a motive and, you know, the red flags that went into stuff like this, because we don't want this to happen again. So I, I see both sides. Um, I just think it's important to just take care of yourself. Just do what you can to feel safe. Um, Stay in as much as you can. You know, like I kind of broke that tonight by going on an hour walk, but I needed the weed. Okay. Oh, That's another thing. Um, I literally, uh, I I think as of November, really toned down my drinking and um, haven't really been that fucked up or drunk like since then. And on Saturday night, I did a drunk live stream. Uh, which was tons of fun, Uh, had a bunch of people join me via Zoom for like a little podcast party, drunk stream, had some awesome people in the chat watching consistently, big shout out to uh, Jason and Melissa uh, for like, they like made a night of it, like they drank with us and they tuned in the whole time. So huge shout out to you guys. Uh, This bonus episode will be a public episode. So I hope you hear this. Uh, Big thank you to hanging out in the chat for that. That was a lot of fun. I've been really loving the streaming lately. Um, Now, that said, that night I ordered cocktails from The Middle Spoon, which is a local place here in Halifax that is still doing deliveries, booze deliveries, and dessert deliveries and all that. And I didn't realize that one of the cocktails that I ordered had rum in it. And I am not a rum drinker. I hate it, it makes me sick, it makes me angry. It is not good for me. Uh, and then I also stupidly bought like a tequila one, which I don't know what I was thinking. I think I was just like, mm, I'm going to try something different. But I also don't like tequila. The only tequila that I've ever liked was in Mexico when I was down south um, with my girlfriends. My first time in Mexico, we pretty much lived on tequila sunrises because they made them so good that you couldn't really taste the tequila. As soon as I taste any tequila, I'm done. Um I can kind of do tequila shots because, you know, you have the lemon and the salt there to, like, really mask the taste of that. Um, and when I say kind of, I mean just barely. I'm just not a shot person. It's so funny to me that I have this drunk podcast and I'm the wussiest drinker on the face of the earth. Truly. Um, but that said, like, I never wanted intoxicated to just, like, just be a drunk podcast. You know, like, it started off as a gimmick on the show. And I mean, the show's changed th- since then. So I have to keep telling myself that it's okay to not be uh, drunk all the time. <laughs> um, so but that said, I did get pretty drunk uh, during the live stream. And oh, oof, oof, I puked real hard. Uh, a couple hours after the stream stopped, puked real hard. Like, I normally don't puke like quantity wise. Don't puke that much. Like I'll just like kind of puke up a little bit of like stomach acid. And I'll be like, oh, I feel better now. Um, this was different. This was like it felt like I had puked up my meals for the last two days. Um, sorry if that was TMI, but it's the truth. It's the truth. I got real sick. I felt like a I felt like a freshman in in college you know, mixing alcohol for the first time. That's another reason why I probably puked. I drank a tequila drink, a rum drink, and vodka. So, stupid fucking mistakes. Stupid fucking mistakes. But anyways, it was a lot of fun regardless. And, um, you know, if you are following everything, you know that I do do also debate streams every now and then. So, hopefully, we will get back in the swing of that. I just feel like in terms of regular episodes, I've just been really shit in the bed. Like, I'm really behind on like scheduling guests and like just figuring out this whole new world of podcasting, which is from afar, Um, which I'm so thankful for because podcasts are truly thriving right now. You know, people are even starting podcasts like in this quarantine. Um, I'm really hoping that the people who do that treat it like when you get a puppy for Christmas and I'm hoping that after the joy of Christmas is done that you still love that puppy do you know what I mean like they always say like don't get don't get a puppy as a gift because because it might just be the thrill of having a gift that makes it exciting And then they're like oh I have to take care of this thing for the rest of its life same thing with a podcast people if you're serious about it you got to keep it up um And so hopefully these people who are starting pandemic podcasts um, keep it up. I do know that a couple shout outs in terms of podcasts that I've been just truly loving. Well, actually, I'm going to actually shout out uh, the solo podcasts first, because that's what's kind of inspired me to do these bonus episodes, which I hope to do very regularly if I can, if my life stays as exciting. Ugh, it's not even that exciting. If, as long as I have things to talk about, I'll do bonus episodes. Um, But big shout out to a couple people. So one being Rosebud Baker. Uh, and I guess this isn't technically solo and her boyfriend, Andy Haynes, they have started a pandemic podcast called Find Your Beach, which I believe is the slogan for Corona. So quite clever title there. But they started a daily podcast in quarantine they are like a fairly new couple they just got engaged during quarantine as well got a puppy during quarantine has been sick during quarantine like it's just it's highly entertaining um especially because they're both comics so they're both really good talkers that's a great pandemic podcast to check out. Um, Another one is the You Up podcast with Nikki Glazer, my favorite person on the planet. Um, And she does daily podcasts as well. And she also has a Sirius XM radio show, which is actually free to listen to as of now. So I've also been listening to those every day. I think it's like Monday to Thursday, actually. So you know, four out of seven days of the week, you can listen to her radio show, which are like way longer episodes and interviews with people. Um, But I love her daily podcasts. I also want to give a huge shout out to her because she did a Taylor Swift fucking zoom dance party thing where um, you got tickets and it was five bucks or it was like a suggested donation of five bucks. um, And it went to a charity. And then you got a Zoom link, and she literally just had a dance party with like four hundred of her fans, and I was one of them, and it was so much fun. It was honestly the funnest night that I've had in quarantine so far. So Nikki Glazer is fucking awesome. Um Taylor Swift dance party, it was amazing. Um, what else? So there's other podcasts. So Nick Beaton, he is a comedian. In Toronto right now. He does a solo podcast called Third Rail. Uh, That's a really interesting one. He has guests on every now and then, but it's mostly just him. Big shout out to him. He is a very smart, well spoken, funny guy. Like, it's just all around really, really good. And he talks about really relevant subjects, uh, which is awesome. Also, um, one out of two of my favorite podcast hosts from Guys Be Fucked, uh, Christina Hutchinson. She has a solo podcast called Voices in Our Head. It's all about self-help and psychology and all of that growth. Um, It's a really good one as well. So those are just like a couple like off the top of my head that I know that I'm into in terms of people who are just by themselves podcasting. Um, It's very inspiring. I wish I was more like you guys. Maybe this is my first dabble into doing that. Who knows? Um, Who knows what this will be? But I kind of feel like this is a really weird, strange time in life and I should be recording it. You know what I mean? Like, truly, I should have been recording this, you know, like weeks ago. But like I've said, I've just been a piece of shit. I've just been a sad, unmotivated piece of shit. But maybe this will give me a reason to not be a piece of shit. Um, what else is there? So I did a Taylor Swift dance party with Nikki Glazer. I've been listening to podcasts a lot. I got a coloring book that I'm kind of obsessed with. So I'll just usually put something on to listen to and I'll just color. Um, it's very like calming, meditative, all of that. I have the hugest pile of self-help books on my coffee table that I'm picking away at. You want to know? You want to know what I'm reading? So I am reading uh, "Getting to I Do" by Dr. Pat Allen, relationship therapist expert. Uh, this book's from the '90s; it's quite dated, and there's a lot of outdated theories in here, but also some really interesting, like hard truth bombs about sort of your whether or not you're a masculine or feminine energy and how you're using that to attract people and how it could be repelling certain people from you. All of this, what I've realized is, is that I really want to be the feminine energy, but naturally I tend to be masculine. And so what I've been doing lately is I've just been really, like really trying to tap into the feminine. Um, I have reconnected with somebody in my life and, um, I'm making it a rule to not be the first to text. I know that that sounds so stupid and archaic and like dumb, but I think it's like, I think it's kind of working a little bit. I don't know. I'm just trying to be a little less like pushy, confrontational, needy. Like anytime I get needy, I I truly try to stop myself and um and and just say that I can I can do this on my own. It really sucks doing this on my own, but I I, I gotta get used to it. I'm gonna be on my own for quite a while. Um, who knows how long? And it's it's driving me crazy. But I gotta try to get through it. So getting to what I do is one that I'm reading. I'm I also have Whitney Cummings' book, which I'm picking picking away at. Which is I think it's called I'm Not Fine or. Eh, It's not by me right now. Whitney Cummings is another one of my favorites. Oh my god, she's another person to mention for solo podcasts. Um, In terms of, it's actually a guest format show, but she is the only host. Um, Good for you, podcast. One of my favorites. Fucking love it. She has amazing guests on. She has long form conversation. She doesn't give a shit about the length, which I love because I can just put it on. I can clean and get stuff done. And it's like, she has really good guests on. So please check out the Good For You podcast by Whitney Cummings. I fucking love her so much. Her and Nikki Glaser are like my favorites. Oh, love them. I'm realizing now that I have a lot of favorite people. That's one thing I've realized about myself. I'm just a fan of a lot of people. (laughs) it's really hard for me to pick favorites I'm just I'm just generally a fan um so I'm reading her book I'm I also have here codependent no more which I just haven't been ballsy enough to start reading yet but it is about codependency and how to break that cycle in your life kind of thing speaks to me speaks volumes truly um because I feel like I'm definitely a codependent for sure I guess we'll find out when I start reading "Codependent No More." Yeah, and so those are the those are the books that I'm trying to pick away at. I'm also reading "Untamed." Well, actually, technically, I'm listening to "Untamed." Uh, I did get another free month of Audible, so I'm trying to sort of pick away at that. But it's a little little intense, little um, little deep and heavy, and I have to be like sort of in the right mood for it. I've also told myself a number of times throughout this quarantine that I might try meditation. But guess what? I just I just can't do it. I just um, have a real hard time staying still and not sleeping. That's what it is. Meditation just makes me want to sleep. That's the issue. I feel like truly, if I were to start meditating, I would just fall asleep. So I don't know. Anyone who has tips on how to get into meditating let me know, cause I'm a real ADD, hypersensitive, extrovert, and it's hard for me. It's real hard for me. What else has happened? So, really truly the days just go by way too quick. I don't really do a lot day to day. One thing I did do recently was I did do a podcast workshop with Corinne Fisher, who is another host on Guys We Fucked. And that was really interesting. Um It was her and a podcast producer, Mike Coscarelli, who produces a lot of the podcasts that I listen to, and very, very informative, very informative workshop. A lot of harsh truths as well. Um, It's interesting. I've just been hardcore thinking about Intoxicated ever since I've taken that workshop, just in terms of the show and and what what it's going to be and how I can sort of make it better to grow this thing. Honestly, when I started this podcast, it was such a shit show and I, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't really have a plan like the branding changed a thousand times. The branding still changes a thousand times. I'm just trying to use this time in quarantine to really focus on it. And I really want to up those fucking numbers because the thing is, if if I was getting if the numbers were declining at like an alarming rate, I would just stop doing it. You know what I mean? Like I would just be like, no one likes this. I'm done, but it's just not enough for me to quit yet. You know what I mean? I still love doing this. I think I just need to really get myself my head sort of clear on on the direction of the show. You know, like Kern Fisher said in the workshop that the two most important things about podcasts is consistency, which I have down. I'm pretty damn good at consistency, and also having a set subject or segment every single week. And that's something that I don't think I have with Intoxicated, you know, it's, um, it is a show that is about uncensored long form conversation, the way that I kind of pitch it to people is, is it's a comedy podcast, but maybe sometimes talking about uncomfortable things that are a little more serious, but having that comedic spin on it makes it something you can digest um, that's usually how I pitch the podcast to people because I don't really want to know about like what's going well and what did you succeed at? Like, I want to know about like, when did you fail? What did you learn from failing? What motivates you in life? What are your insecurities? Um, you know, like what have you learned in life? Like stuff like that. Like I, I like deep shit, you guys. Like I truly do. And that's not to say that like I'm picky with guests, but I do need a guest to have enough stuff to speak to that would make it a good conversation. You know what I mean? So like I'm I'm using this time in quarantine to rethink the show a bit, sort of develop. I want to I want to develop a segment that I can do on the show with every single guest. And I don't know what that is yet. And I appreciate any feedback you guys have in terms of like, if you're someone who's listened to this podcast, like consistently for a while, let me know what you think. You know, I had this thought that it would be asking sort of like a deep or like um, a more uncomfortable question every episode. So I thought maybe what I could do is each time I have a guest on, we, we take a question from like the Ask Reddit subreddit and answer it because there's some really interesting questions on there and it probes good conversation. Uh, You know, obviously, like, I'm taking a question from a subreddit, but it's just kind of the idea of taking a question that someone can speak to um and hopefully getting like a deeper more interesting conversation out of it i kind of like that idea because i kind of like the idea of like tying it back to what intoxicated it is, which is a, a heart-to-heart usually with alcohol because alcohol makes you more uncensored more likely to open up so it kind of ties into that in a sense it's kind of like an icebreaker so maybe it's maybe it's like i have an icebreaker every single episode and maybe it's different every time but every time there is a icebreaker I kind of like that idea. Let me know what you guys think. I would I would just love to know your feedback on that. Cuz like like y'all know, this is a one woman show. I don't have a producer. I don't have a co-host. This is just me running this thing. And I'm running this thing while still going through life, uh, you know, tumbling through life. And life has hit hard, you know, as of fucking, you know, March. Like, I think about it and I'm like, it's so crazy. Everything has changed so quickly. I had the live show at the end of February. That was fucking great. That was such a high that I was riding for so long. I had a really good birthday on March 5th. And then the next week, you know, like, the way that I... Sort of see this quarantine as I hung out with my friend Danielle for her birthday. It was March 13th. And after that, it was over. There was no more seeing people. And, you know, that would have been a Friday night. The next Monday, I, I streamed with Andrew Vaughn. We did like a quarantine live stream because at the, that time, the quarantine was just starting. Um, and we were like, What the fuck's going on? Like, what's this coronavirus thing? Like how what's this gonna be? Like it was really, really fresh, fresh into the quarantine that we podcast and streamed together. And then the next day he died and it was like boom, like boom. And it hit me so fucking hard and you know, I was truly such a mess for a solid like a solid week. And I started to get better after a week. But there are days that I don't remember because they didn't really even exist in my mind. You know, the night that I found out, I called a bunch of people don't remember those conversations at all. This is the first person that I've had in my life die. And I still don't know how I'm dealing with it. I'm dealing with it In my mind it feels manic because I also have all these, you know, pandemic feelings as well and everything's piling up and it results in very manic days. I have some days that I just like I just fucking, you know, like I'll I'll make breakfast and then like I'll just go on the internet, play the Sims, I'll dance around, listen to music, I'll talk to some people, and then I'll go to bed. Like never was there a time in my life where that was a typical day. Do you know what I mean? Like Life just isn't normal right now. Like, this is the, this is the new normal, but it's not fucking normal. Um, it's really sucks. I really wish I had some sort of, I don't even know, just something to be accountable for. I do miss working quite a bit. It's got me thinking about trying to find a new job, something that's remote, obviously, that I can do from home. Um, a part of me was kind of thankful for my employment ending when it did because it it gave me a mental health break to deal with a the death of a friend and b all my anxiety around this pandemic thing, which I still don't understand. I still don't have a grasp on. And some days I feel like it's all a coping mechanism and a defense mechanism. And I feel like I'm not truly tapping into my true feelings, which is a lot of fear, um, a lot of panic a lot of uncertainty and I don't like not kind of knowing what my life looks like, you know? Like I kinda like the idea of like, you know, you have a job, at least you have that fucking job. You're working that job for certain amount of time. You know you're getting a paycheck. You know that you have something that people are relying on you for. And I guess for me the only thing that's really that, that's really sort of that for me is intoxicated, um, which I'm glad to have kept up with. But yeah, I don't know. It's, um, it's really making me it's really making me think large scale about my life and what I want to do. Like, do I want to be a freelancer? Do I want to have my own business? Do I want to offer some like little services here and there to people, small businesses, even? I don't really know. I'm going to be honest. I'm I don't know. But It's something I'm thinking about, and I think that that small thread of hope is a good thing. Um, And I, I, I can't stress it enough. Oh, my gosh. If I could just tell you all out there, if you're feeling what I'm feeling, which is if you're feeling the pressure to remain productive during this pandemic, please know that you're not alone and that I feel that, too, because... I really do beat myself up on days that I'm just a piece of shit and get nothing done. I really, really beat myself up. And the fact of the matter is a lot of people are that way. This is not normal life. This is not the normal human condition. And you shouldn't beat yourself up about it. Have one thing that you try to aim to do every day and just try your best to do that thing. And don't beat yourself up if you don't do it. Um, But just try to. Um, I think that's the important thing is just trying, you know, even if it's just like, I got to clean the dishes in my sink, you know, like those dishes have been piling up and I just got to get those dishes done. Stuff like that, I think can help. But I, I, I feel that and you're not alone if you feel that way. You're not alone if you're lonely. Loneliness is something that I've for a long time, even before all of this. And so Clearly, I'm not doing so great right now, but I've been reading a lot about loneliness, and it's interesting because I found an article about loneliness, and it actually talks about um, like the like what loneliness is and how it manifests in people. Uh, it says that the definition of loneliness is defined by researchers as feeling lonely for more than once a week. Ha! Yep, um, definitely more than once a week. Um loneliness causes people to feel empty alone and unwanted people who are lonely often crave human contact but their state of mind makes it more difficult to form connections with other people ding ding and this is what really freaked me the fuck out um because i was kind of thinking about like the long-term effects of this isolation and in this article which by the way is titled the health consequences of loneliness by very well Mind. Uh, I will try to link to this article in the description of this episode. But it says that loneliness causes a wide range of negative effects on both physical and mental health, including cardiovascular disease and stroke. Yay, I might have a stroke. That's great because I get chest pains at nighttime and I always thought it was just sympathy pains for what happened to Andrew. But Could just be the loneliness. Uh, That's great. Uh, Increased stress levels, of course. Decreased memory and learning. Yep, that makes sense. I feel like I'm getting stupider by the day. Antisocial behavior. Uh, Poor decision making, like going for a walk at 10 p.m. at nighttime after a mass shooting to get weed alcoholism and drug abuse not quite there yet I I have a pretty damn good rap on that and I'm I'm proud of that with me um the progression of Alzheimer's disease altered brain function depression and suicide baby long-term effects of loneliness it's it's a fucking um fucking goddamn serious thing and yeah it's real Real fucking sad. It also says here that lonely adults get less exercise than those who are not lonely. Um, their diet is higher in fat. Their sleep is less efficient, and they report more daytime fatigue. Oh boy, loneliness also disrupts the regulation of cellular processes deeper re- deep within the body, predisposing us to premature aging. So not only are you sad and lonely, you're gonna it's gonna show, and it's gonna look like you aged a bunch and no one's going to want to date you after this. Yay! Yay. Um it's just everything is so great, isn't it? So there you have it. Loneliness is fucking serious. And um I I'm I don't have I don't really even know what to say to that because I'm I'm feeling it real hard. Um I do I'm thankful for people who do reach out and message me and are like, "How are you doing?" and have a little conversation with me daily and i feel bad that i'm not um i'm not really doing that a lot for other people so i'm going to make that a goal here on this bonus episode that i'm going to try to reach out to people more to try to combat this fucking loneliness especially now after such a terrible thing has happened here in Nova Scotia people probably need it more than ever so Try to reach out to people if you can. You can even email intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com if if you have something you want to say or questions or advice or anything, you can email your questions to that email address, intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. another thing I did do in prep for this bonus episode, because I wanted to have some, you know, some sort of plan on what I would talk about on this, because I'm just I'm just a garbage solo podcaster. Um, but hopefully I will get better, you know, the more I do, but I, I did, I was inspired by a recent episode of the Lather Rinse Repeat podcast, which is another local podcast here in Halifax, all about dating and relationships hosted by Jess, um, who I, I've done her show. Uh, we went to a speed dating event together. It was quite interesting. But anyways, she has a great dating podcast and one of her episodes recently was, was very interesting. She actually put up a question on social media, which was describe me in one word. And she then discussed the answers on the podcast. And it's just kind of about the idea of how people perceive you versus how you perceive yourself. And you know, how are they similar? How are they different? How are they surprising? So I did just that. Um, But it's not an original idea. So shout out to Lather, Rinse, Repeat for sparking this inspiration. So I'm going to read what people said about me in, in one word. So it was describe me in one word. Uh, and I put this on Instagram and I also put this on Facebook. So I'm just going to find what people said. So on Instagram, so right off the bat, open-minded, which I would agree 100%. I'm, I'm quite open-minded. Bright, energetic, fun. I got a, I got a queen with multiple E's. It's weird. A lot of people do say that I'm a queen, like, like, you know, like the Yaz queen culture. I do get that a lot from people. And it's really strange because I truly don't think I am. I think I'm just, you know, pretty average check. But I appreciate that. That's that's really nice of people to think that I'm a queen. What else did people say? So I'm going to go to Facebook now because I got a bunch of them on Facebook and some really interesting ones. Mm -mm -mm. How long ago did I post this? I've been trying to record this bonus episode for probably weeks now. Man, like, why can't I find my own post? Like, there's no way it was more than two weeks ago that I posted this. Just give me give me a quick second. I got to edit that out. All right, I got it. So people on Facebook said inquisitive. Very good word choice and one that I wouldn't expect people to say, but I do agree with. Um, Actually, let's fucking read the definition of inquisitive because I think I know what it means, but you know, I'm high. So I probably think that I know a lot. So inquisitive means unduly curious about the affairs of others. Ha ha! That should be the new name of my podcast, the inquisitive podcast, because that's that's me for sure. Curious or inquiring. Yeah, I would actually like I would actually say that the word curious is probably one of the top five words to describe me. I love to ask questions and not in like a judgy way more of like I'm just like I'm legit. I'm legit curious about it. Some other words people use on Facebook are uh, relentless, supportive, honest, genuine. Scott McLean said killer, which I need to confirm that i'm not somebody who kills somebody but you know he meant it and like she's a killer killer queen um outspoken and someone just said sarah um shannon said sequins which <laughs> i guess listen if it's the first word that comes to your mind i guess that makes sense um someone else said sensitive and that's a good thing In brackets brave celestial <laughs> Which I'm like, what the heck? I mean, I'm into like astrology and stuff. But what is the definition of celestial? Let's look it up. Positioned in or relating to the sky or outer space as observed in astronomy. I do love me some space. I mean, I think what this person might have been going for is that like I'm just like a heavenly person, which is funny. Um, Some other words I have dedicated. I have unfiltered very good word choices. Like I was overall <laughs> very happy with the words that people used to describe me. I think it, it matches what I think is the the best parts of myself, which is good, right? You want to be putting outwards to people your best self. So doing that was interesting for me because I, I really felt like it lined up. I mean, there's definitely things about me that I, you know, I think I need to work on in terms of how I present them outwards. But I think that overall those were really fucking good word choices. And this is like sort of a lesson in, in self-esteem, people. Like maybe take those words and and post them on your mirror so that you start associating them with yourself if you don't quite believe it yet. Cause the people in your life believe it about you. And we often pick the worst words, you know, to describe ourselves. It's so easy to go to go negative when we are talking about ourselves but this was a really good exercise because it shows what other people how they see you um and i'm glad that i i liked the answers you know they were all totally true so super cool exercise and that's something you guys should do it if, if you're interested in that oh my gosh we're not done people i forgot that i posted that on instagram that i'm high and i need questions for my bonus episode you know, right before I was about to record it, which wasn't smart, not proper planning on my end, I have no excuses. I'm just a piece of shit. But I did get one question, and it is from my good friend Shannon, who has been rooting for me in terms of getting high today. And she asked a question that is now making me want to order some food. Um, she asked me what my favorite kind of donut is. This is this is interesting because I think it's a tie. And now I'm literally thinking of every single donut that I really, really love. But, like, when I think of donuts, there's two that come to mind. And I don't know if I could pick a favorite between these two. I do love a Boston Cream. Love a Boston Cream donut. Mm, So dang good. And my favorite donut growing up was, um, if you know Tim Hortons, an old-fashioned sugar, like, just the standard cake kind of donut with just sugar all over it so freaking good but i would have to go with like the classic simple vanilla donut like with icing and sprinkles like the homer style donut is probably my favorite a close second would be a powdered raspberry filled jelly donut oh so good and now i'm super tempted to like see if mcdonald's has some of their donuts available because they do deliver And I really want want some fucking donuts now. Thanks, Shannon, for that. Um, As if I wasn't ordering enough junk anyway. Now I'm literally salivating thinking about ordering donuts. Fuck. But good question. Good stoner question. Good question to ask me when I'm high and I'm already combating the munchies. Oh, boy. Well, I've been talking for 45 minutes. So I'm going to end this bonus episode. But... If you liked this, if you want to hear more, let me know. Maybe I'll try to do more bonus episodes on the main feed. But I am thinking about revamping the Patreon, and uh, really, I really, I'm gonna be honest. I want to save up for a nice fucking camera, so I am gonna go balls to the wall with Patreon in the next couple days for sure, and um, update the tiers a bit. And maybe, maybe it's five bucks a month will get you once a week covid quarantine audio diary from me um but at the same time i'm like if people really like it maybe i could put on the main feed i don't know you guys let me know what you thought so that i gives me some sort of direction because if enough people are willing to sign up for patreon i will offer like my thing is is with patreon is if i knew that a, a good amount of people wanted to be patreons and in my mind i think that's five minimum Five people minimum is worth me doing bonus episodes. You know, like that's enough people in my mind to do them for. So I'm going to revamp the tiers and I'm going to post that very soon. Stay tuned for that. If you do, like intoxicated and want to support the show it's a great way to do so it shows me that you like what i'm doing and you want more you know and i know times are tough and money's money's really tight right now but in my mind i'm thinking that i'm gonna drop i'll probably drop the higher tiers just because it's kind of unrealistic at this time and make most of the tiers like five or ten dollars you know like no more than ten i think $5 $5 a month is doable for most people. So check out Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash intoxicated. Make sure that you do share intoxicated. Um, tell your friends. Put it on social media. I Here's the thing, guys. I'm going to be honest. I'm high and it's late at night. Um, I get a lot of DMs about loving the show and I'm so appreciative of those DMs. But the best thing you can do as a listener and a friend, if you're... If you're a friend of mine or not a friend of mine and you just like the show, share it. Put it on Instagram. Share it on socials. Tell your friends. Tag your friends. Tag intoxicated. Let us know that you're sharing it. Like That's what it's all about and that's how podcasts grow. So I feel like I do love the DMs, but the best way that you can support the show is to put those really nice messages out there publicly so whether that's sharing the episode on social media or you could leave an i like you could leave an apple podcasts rating or review uh i keep wanting to say itunes every single fucking time but it's it's apple podcasts it's the big the biggest podcast platform so that's something that you can do to really help the show out is a rating or review on there and if it's a really awesome review i'll read on the show and shout you out so those are my two requests. Um, I guess technically three, and I'm about to give you a fourth as well, which is make sure that you're following the show on social media, Facebook and Instagram, Intoxicated Podcast, and on Twitter at n in underscore Intoxicated. Just you know, four simple requests: tell your friends, um, look into Patreon, consider signing up, leave a review, and follow Intoxicated. <laughs> it's really it's it's not a lot to ask right Four call to actions probably not too much who knows anyways guys thanks for listening to me ramble through a bonus episode that i tried my best at i tried i tried my very very best i don't do well when i don't have people to bounce off of guess what? We're in a fucking pandemic and I gotta get used to it. So thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening to the podcast and we'll see you next time.